Hey, 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 hey. A conversation that was, that took place uh, previously, or recently, I should say. I was asked about Canelo Alvarez being a legend. <clears throat> based on the criteria, well, not, I shouldn't say based on the criteria, based on his resume, he will get into the Hall of Fame on that alone. Uh, from his loss with Floyd Mayweather to fighting a very crafty fighter and Eris Lundy Lara. And to me, he lost that fight, but winning that fight. Uh, who else did he fought? He fought Miguel Cotto, who was at the tail end of his career. They will give him credit for that. Um, they will give him credit for beating a, a fighter named Sergey Kovalev, who was at 175 pounds, which they, you know, cherry picked. I think he was over the hill and out of the way and there was no need for that fight. Um, that wasn't the Kovalev of two or three years ago or the Kovalev that was uh, fighting against Andre Ward. Nevertheless, he will get credit for that fight. Um, who else is on his resume? An okay, <clears throat> an okay Danny Jacobs, who really didn't give up out the best output in performance in that fight against Canelo Alvarez. Um, who else is on his resume? He also beat um the the 168 pound champions which weren't the best uh if you look at the four guys that he beat for those belts um bj saunders callum smith and whoever else there was um for those girls i can't even remember right now but those gentlemen that he beat for those belts if you were to put jamal charlo or David Benavidez, David Benavidez in the ring with those guys, they probably would have walked through those guys or beat them up very badly. Uh, that's just my opinion. I don't see any of those guys standing in there and going 12 rounds without some big injury, some noticeable injury to themselves from a pounding that they would take from Jamal Charlo or David Benavidez. Nevertheless, Canelo beat those guys and he became the 168-pound champion. Where I see it going wrong is when you look at his resume, what fighters have he fought in their prime, in their prime, that were vicious fighters that were at the top of their class. The only one that he, that he has fought was Floyd May Mayweather and Eris Londi Lara. And those guys picked Canelo apart. I would love to see him fight. I would love to see Canelo when I say him, I would love to see Canelo Alvarez fight a Jamal Charlo. Better yet, fight Demetrius Andre. Matter of fact, you don't even have to fight those guys because you recently fought Dimitri Bivol at 175, who was a live fighter, an educated fighter, a, a guy who has studied under uh, Sweet Pete Pernell Whitaker. You he Dimitri Bivol studied under Sweet Pete. Sweet Pete gave him the okay and the thumbs up to say that this guy will be a champion in the future and he has become a champion i don't think if that fight goes to 168 or 175 i don't think it matters i think that dimitri bivo would beat him and him i mean canelo alvarez but based on the resume based on the fact that this guy has had 60 fights and he only has two to three losses on his resume he will go in the hall, into the hall of fame um to the person who asked me that Yes, I do believe he'll go into the Hall of Fame based on his resume. He has multiple titles and he has brought financial gain into 
the uh, the boxing arena, into the boxing world. He's one of the biggest fighters there is. Uh, you Lately, you hear a lot of guys, a lot of fighters saying they are the biggest names in boxing. Canelo is the biggest seller. You may be the biggest name here in America, but he is the biggest name globally. And he attracts a bigger crowd. Uh, and that's partially that partially has something to do with the fact that he is from Mexico and they stand behind their fighters. Um, nevertheless, there are people who disagree with Canelo being a top A fighter uh, in the top spot because he does not fight the top fighters. And we have yet to see him fight the top fighters, except for a young Dimitri Bivo, who is in his prime, who has mm-hmm. educated feet and is capable of doing everything it takes in the ring to undress Canelo. Um, In that first fight, we seen him pick Canelo apart and keep his distance, but apply pressure when needed. Then after Dimitri Bivol beat him, Dimitri Bivol then went on to fight Gilberto Ramirez, who he assaulted and was able to dart in and out using straight punches. People talk about the fact that Dimitri Bivol is only able to do a one-two-one. That's not it. It's just he takes what he can get and he gets out the way. And then when he decides to pick you apart further or he sees that he can undress you with other punches, he slides one in. It's not that he can't do it. It's just that he's only doing what he sees is there. His style, if you pay attention to his style, the way he the way he jab, uses his jab step and his jab movement and the way he darts in and out, he's creating space. He's also he's also letting you think that you're in a space where it's safe to hit him and then he gets out. He gives you the illusion, the illusion that he's capable of getting hit when he is actually not. Dimitri Bivol is a scientist when it comes to boxing. And he's not going to just let any guy just run in there and, and, and throw punches and pick him apart. But he undressed Gilberto Ramirez, also called Zorro. So he had, so he undressed him and, and picked him apart. And I believe that if there was a second fight to that, he would probably hurt Gilberto even further. And if in the second fight with Canelo, because I also see that fight going the same way if Dimitri decided in any of those two fights that he wanted to push on the gas and press these guys out, he could get them out and go for the knockout. But that's not that's not the style that he has, and that's not the way that uh, Dimitri Bivol do, does things. So to answer your question, yes, I believe that he will go into Hall of Fame as a legend. Um, they'll be calling him a legend uh, once he goes into the Hall of Fame. But I would like to see him still fight Charlo Benavidez and Andre, those are the only fighters I want to see. We all have wanted to see him fight a primed uh, technical boxer. And we got our wish. We're just not looking at it as uh, one of the best because Dimitri Bavol doesn't have uh, the big cachet uh, around his name. He's not this worldwide known boxer, but he is a top boxer. And my only thing before he fought Canelo was, would he be able to rise to the occasion when those bright lights come on? Because usually when those lights come on, guys tend to freeze up and he didn't he seized the moment and it was just like another day in the office and i salute dimitri Bavol for being able to do that and stand in the gap and deliver um so i hope that answers the question to those who are inquiring about me posting less on instagram here's the thing instagram asks you to post daily as many times as you can a day every day But what they don't tell you is that as long as you're posting, there's 
hundreds of millions of people posting material just like you are, whether it's reels or clips or videos, whatever it is. There are millions, maybe even billions of people posting the same stuff that you are doing. And they're telling the same people the same stuff. So it makes no sense for me to post something every day when you won't be able to see it. All right. There's ads that you have to deal with. There's uh, people paying for ads and everything is catered to those who can afford it or who, who will buy up the space, who are spending hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And more than likely, they're spending millions of dollars to do it. So there's no reason there's and there's no reason for me to continue to post constantly when there is so much traffic on the on Instagram and on the Internet. <clears throat> so what I've done is I've reduced I've reduced what I've posted. Just to make sure that the stuff that I do post is there to be seen when it's seen. And if you don't catch it, you can always go back to it. So you aren't worried about me posting five more videos or 10 more videos through the course of, a week, or of the week. Um, the better art will be the mo- the art that you don't see all the time, not the stuff that people are more consistent with and posting two, three, four times a day. Uh, I hope that answers you guys' questions. Uh, this is Matthew, also known as Brother O from Full Prophets Podcast, Critical Mass, Architects of Mars, Creative Kinfolk, and a bunch of other shit out there. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, continue to be safe. Continue to be aware and alive and continue to be happy doing the things that make you happy as long as you don't hurt anyone. Yeah, keep it cool out there. Yeah.